Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Sorted Retail Sessions podcast. We're recording this in the thick of peak trading, so if your world is like ours and busy as ever, you'll be glad of a quick coffee break and a short podcast to hopefully give you a bit of a motivation boost, and maybe even inspire some ideas based on insight from other industry experts. In this episode, we're sharing a chat with Jonathan from Music Magpie, who Andy, our sales director of course, caught up with a few weeks ago. Jonathan has some really interesting insight on customer service tech, forecasting for volume fluctuations and contact channel planning. Hi Jonathan, thanks for joining us this afternoon. How are you? I'm good, thank you Andrew. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. I'm good, I'm good. Uh, really interested to to get your views today and uh, and thanks again for joining Sorted on this piece. Yeah, you're welcome. Everybody keeps thanks, talking right. about 2020 being the uh i guess unprecedented year and uh a year of change that none of us planned for when we uh when we came back from christmas in january be interesting to know how music magpies customers have have changed this year and, and from a customer experience perspective uh what differences have you seen with uh, with your customers this year yeah as you say it's been um quite a tricky one one that we've all had to adapt to both um in work and out of work really um and the, the customer behavior is quite um, quite an interesting one so um, I mean behavior has it's been quite I'd say an easy one it's not been easy but what we've seen is the expectation of customers has probably dropped a little at the start of you know when we first went into lockdown we felt that customers um, fully understood that there was a bit of a global pandemic going on so you know they were happy to wait a little bit longer for the products to arrive for example they did, they did understand that businesses were under a, a lot of pressure to to meet the service levels that we've all been uh, striving to meet over the past few years. Um, so, yeah, I think it kind of that helped a little bit, although we did try and maintain our service levels both through customer support and also through our operation as well. Um, and we did do that as well, you know, whilst main, making sure that our, our, our staff were, were safe. Uh, we managed to maintain our service levels. It's something that we've been quite proud of. But yeah, the the, the right. expectation of the customer did kind of, we did feel, feel like it did drop a little bit, but we didn't want to kind of piggyback on that and kind of drop our own service. So we, yeah, we made sure we maintained that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of understanding from a consumer level, a customer level in the marketplace that, that the world was different. And obviously everybody had a lot more time on the hands, so all customers were contributing to that as well from um, in terms of increasing buying power. And how's that? leveled out now kind of come into the end of the summer and, and in a period of I guess normality before we hit peak yeah I think we're closest to uh, any sort of normality that we've seen over the past uh, few months aren't we so it does feel like it is back to kind of where it was kind of early March time um, the expectations are kind of back to where they were so you know customers do expect that same service as they did before lockdown because they know that businesses are kind of getting back to some sort of normality so yeah we have we have seen that um so yeah no it yeah so it certainly does feel kind of closer to normal now yeah and is that linked into the number of uh inquiries you're getting from customers has that increased again now it it has yes well it, it increased through um through the lockdown period we were up a, a ridiculous amount so we're probably up 45 percent within just a few weeks um obviously we 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 were quite lucky in that we had a, a positive trading period um some businesses obviously had a bit of a negative impact it affected us positively um, and obviously the support volume went up on the back of that um and we we are kind of back down to where we were um in terms of support volume um pre-lockdown now 
Um, I mean, a lot of that is because we've put some more self-serve um, tactics in place, which not only helps us, but also helps the customer as well. So although we're still seeing um, a positive period in terms of trading, that support kind of volume has dropped back down to normal volumes now. Great, good. I touched on peak a couple of minutes ago. And we're heading into, um, I guess, what we call the golden quarter of the year from a trading, but typically for, for a lot of e-commerce retailers from a trading perspective. Um, in the re-commerce sector, what does that look like going into peak? How have your plans changed this year? Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't really have a typical golden quarter, if you like. Uh, we have quite a few peaks throughout the year. Um, and they're kind of they're starting to blend into just one big peak throughout the year now, which is obviously good. Um, keeps us all busy but it kind of starts in January for us um, obviously customers are, are selling to us um, and in January those customers are looking to have a bit of a new year clear out just to clear space maybe a bit of a new year new me or they're just kind of making up for a, a bit of cash that they've spent um, when they got a bit excited over Christmas um, and then that goes through the summer um, period where we just start to have some kind of some normal-ish volumes and then peak really kind of starts for us now really um so generally when apple released their new products that kind of triggers our next peak then so those tech savvy customers are selling their um mobile phone or tablet so that they can then get their next um device that apple just released so obviously uh, we, we we had the announcements last night that the new um, watch and uh, ipad are getting released so right. we're waiting on the the new iphone launch now um, which is obviously delayed so that will then trigger our normal peak um and then we go through to the normal um e-commerce peak then where obviously um, you know for our own store online we we benefit from uh, black friday which then sees us through the normal typical seasonal peak then and then it's january again and we start again start again so with Apple releases, Music Magpie get uh, excited for different reasons than the rest of us, really. It's because people are going to start selling their old product back to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we all get excited about it because we're, we're keen on the products anyway. Um, we're all kind of well into our tech products. So and obviously it's um, it's good for the customers as well. Um, you know, we are a, a good route to, for the customer to sell their, their, their old device the kind of smart way. Um, you know, they get quick cash for their for their old device that they can put towards the new new shiny uh, iPhone. Great, interesting. Uh, customer customer um, services, your area of expertise, and starting to look into into next year. What do you think will be the big areas for for customer focus next year in customer customer service, and uh, and what are you investing in? Yeah, I think it's going to continue kind of what we've seen over this the back end of last year, really, and into this year. It's the ever-changing landscape of new digital channels that are available to customers um, and we just need to make sure that we keep up with the trend of those um, channels make sure that we're always putting those channels available uh, in front of the customer um, you know customers are on Facebook Twitter WhatsApp iMessage so you know these are all coming into the customer support uh, customer support industry so we just need to make sure that we are wherever the customer wants us to be really so I think it's just going to continue yeah. on that vein in terms of those digital channels. How do you evaluate what are the best or the most common channels that customers want to use and the best channels to communicate back with them? Um, we generally speak to our customers um, I mean if a customer contacts us and they reference a channel that they would expect to see then obviously we try and detect that you know if a customer mentions whatsapp for example and they keep talking about whatsapp then it kind of leads us into 
thinking that we need to add WhatsApp as a contact channel, but we do dip in every so often and just do surveys. Um, we, we survey our customer base and just um, make sure that we have got the right channels um, available to them, the ones that they want. Um, so we, you know, last year, for example, we removed voice as a channel because the appetite for customers is that, you know, they didn't really want to pick up the phone and spend 10 minutes on the phone to us when they, they could fire a quick message to us on live chat where satisfaction and service levels were much better. Um, so we ended up moving away from voice um, and focusing our efforts on um, these uh, new channels. I think it's incredible because I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of customer demographic. I, if I have to ring somebody now, then uh, it's a negative to me in the customer experience. So it's, a great, it's amazing how things have changed in such a short space of time about, about voice. Yeah, it, it has changed, but we do need to appreciate, you know, our customer demographic is so, um, broad and we have still got kind of the older customer if you like that does like to pick up the phone and have a bit of pen and paper next to them and yeah. write the notes down so we are looking at bringing voice back in but in certain areas of the journey and you know just for the customers that we think need it you know rather than just putting voice out there for everyone yeah. just kind of making sure it is available for those customers that we think need it you know for those yeah. more complex um, inquiries as well yeah so could we see if you are a pensioner, press one kind of logic and uh, <laughs> yeah, we could do, yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah, probably not, probably not in those words, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you think broader than uh, your own experience as Music Magpie and I guess your own lifestyle as an e-commerce shopper, what do you think retailers need to focus on? What Which area do you think retailers need to focus on now to improve customer experience? I'm guessing as a, as a customer service uh, expert, you must look at this in uh, in pretty granular detail. Yeah, I think communication is going to be key um, over the next few months and you know, over the next year, probably. Um, just making sure that not just um, reactively, we're making sure we communicate well to our customers. You know, customers... I've not got as much time on the hands these days as you as you said earlier. Um, we need to make sure that first contact resolution is um, right at the front of what we do in terms of support, not just for our benefit, which it has been in the past, um, but for the customer's benefit as well. You know, they don't want to be swapping messages throughout the day. They just want their issue resolved there and then as quickly as possible. Um, and I think that communication goes across all other areas as well. Um, you know, it's, which is why we currently uh, working with you guys in terms of making sure that our delivery communication um, is as good as it can be. Um, so not just reactively, but proactive as, proactively as well. So when something potentially goes wrong, we're talking to the customer and we're telling them about that issue before they're actually telling us um, about yeah. the issue and we're doing something about it. So yeah, I think communication um, is going to be key. Yeah. And without giving away the trade secrets of Music Magpie, what are the key things customers get in touch with you about? Is it delivery issues or is it product issues? How do they it's rank? Delivery it's delivery issues, yeah. So it's going to be a key focus for us um, this year, both inbound and outbound. Obviously, we rely heavily on the logistics networks. Um, and we all know that that can go wrong from time to time as there's millions of parcels going through the networks, you know, especially at the moment where, you know, these delivery networks are seeing Black Friday volumes every single day. Um so yeah, the um, the, the um, delivery kind of channels for us are going to be uh, key to make sure we get them right. It's where most of our contact um, comes from. And if we can get that right, it massively improves the um, journey for the customer. 
And with planning for peak this year, are you planning any different tactics to alleviate the risk of delivery channels being um, busier than normal this year? Are you planning earlier promotions, later promotions, more promotions? Um, which, which we're trying to plan as best as we can, but you know everything's so up in the air at the minute. We're trying to stay as close as we can to what's going on um, and trying to plan the best we can, whether that be in customer service or our commercial teams or marketing. Um, you know, we are, like I say, said earlier, we, a lot of our activity starts now around that Apple um, product release, but we still don't know when that release is. It could just happen overnight. So yeah. we get as many things as we can prepared for all different scenarios. Um, and then we'll just obviously all agree on um, which route we go down. Um, so, yeah, we, we're trying to plan as best we can, but it's probably been the most difficult year so far um, in terms of, how we can plan and forecast yeah. because there is a there is a lot of finger in the air going on. Yeah, so much unknown. I don't think you're the, the uh, only business in in this scenario. I think the industry is facing a major challenge this year going through peak. No, and I think the um, the delivery networks are going to suffer quite a lot in terms of trying to you know we all give the logistics partners our forecasts as best as we can throughout the year, and and I'm sure they're not getting an accurate one from any of us at the minute. So. Um, I feel for them at the minute, but, you know, they're, they're doing everything they can to make sure that the customers aren't affected. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch this one. And finally, if I can, in three words, how would you sum up retail and re-commerce sector at the moment? Um, I have to start with busy. <laughs> I'd say busy, um, changing um, and exciting, I think. I think both of the the first two words busy and uh, changing make it exciting um, yeah so yeah busy changing and exciting that's good that's good to hear nice positive uh, outlook <laughs> yeah depends what day you ask me you caught me on a good day <laughs> <laughs> good jonathan thanks for joining us today really appreciate it and really appreciated the insights of music magpie no you're welcome thanks for having me interesting take from jonathan there especially on customer comps so we're all done for this episode but there's loads of exciting guests joining us over the next few weeks so don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss out we've always got the latest retail news and opinion over on our social channels too get us on twitter facebook linkedin and instagram which is at sorted official to keep up to date